Oh, a lot of gang. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Coach Jeff? What up, Coach Mark? How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing lovely. Another day in the lab. No pen, no, no pad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's tell the people what we're getting into tonight. We're, we're uh, switching it up a little bit. I know you guys have been listening to us on the podcast. We've got everybody going over to Anchor, Google, iHeart. We're giving you guys a different look tonight. We're trying it out. Um, pretty much what we're laying out here is we're going to do 10 episodes per season. So we've got episode nine just dropped. So then we've got one more to do. And then we're going to take a little bit of a break, gather our next topics, hopefully get some guests in here. And in the meantime, do these little live clips with you guys. So that's the plan. Yeah, kind of the game plan is the podcast will be the podcast, allow us to talk on specific topics, um, bring in specific guests. This will allow us to do a little bit more free format where we can have coaches come in, players come in that may not be able to come all the way to um, VA, talk about different to- topics, and just kind of shoot the shoot this stuff, man. Yeah, we got, you know, our, our budget has to grow for that one. We got to yeah. be able to fly people in, and we need a budget for that one. Tariq, what up? <laughs> got good folks in here. Uh, yeah, for too. sure, for sure. So this also kind of a stopgap. Like if we're out of town, I'm out of town, Mars out of town, we can uh, hop in, talk hoops, you know, the whole nine. Get the conversation going. Keep it moving. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what we're going to dive into tonight is I'm sure you guys have seen it, but it's Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers, believe, off the off guard, hmm. kind of sparked a little bit of a frenzy with his his one catch catchphrase of uh, highlight culture has killed the game of basketball. How about that? What do you think about that? I think there's some truth to it, right? Uh, so, little background. I love Austin Rivers. Rivers always had, like, when he was a wizard, uh, kind of rocked with him when he went to the, the Rockets. Uh, super, super good player from high school. His mixtape is considered one of the best, um, for sure. And even in the comments, you got people roasting him, like, oh, you're not even good. And it's like, damn, he got a specific mixtape, and people don't think he's that good. So, his point is even more valid. Like, you don't yeah. think I'm nice. And they wasn't handing out mixtapes, and they gave me one because I was a top-tier high school prospect. Right. Um, but highlight culture, and we're part of it. I mean, we do short clips. And of course, it's the attention span. We try to get people in. There's marketing to it. But highlight culture has somewhat, it just like a one mixtape, it has somewhat impacted the game negatively. Not that it's, you know, poisoned the game, but there are some negative impacts, some meatball that comes out of it, uh, kids that are more worried about getting a clip instead of making the right play. Um, and so that's, that's what I like. I, my take on it was, I agree with him a million percent. I know I was, I was screaming at the guys t- tonight about it. Like, you know, be a basketball player. Um, like nobody cares that you can do all this. Like you gotta be disciplined. But for me, facts. I think the highlight culture plays into the new era. Cause I think social media has got a huge, huge impact on that especially because it's a free platform for recruiting. Do I think it's kill the game of basketball? A million percent. Because you only see one part of the, you only see one part of the game. That's it. You only, you only see the little clips, you know, the highlights. What about the lowlights? Hmm. 
I mean, I know I just posted a, a video, I think it was like a week or two ago, of my own kids smoking layups. <laughs> it's right. part of the game. Right. That's uh, the exception to the rule, though, because most people are not posting low like. I mean, they're just not. No. Um, so you think it's killed the game? I, I think, yes, I do. I think it shows one way. I, I think training's got a big part of it, too, because I think training, most trainings really overlook both sides of the game where it's only, you know, a lot of them are only offensive heavy. You right. Know, let me teach you this skill, and I'm going to teach you this skill, skill specific, over and right. over and over, but I'm never going to teach right. you how to defend it. And I'm right. never right. going to teach you how to make the pass, you know, if it's a post move, I'm never going to teach you how to make that entry pass. I'm just going to teach you how to do the move. And then your coach... Does it translate? Your, yeah, does it translate? Your coach is going to have to deal with you on how to, how to defend it and right. you know, all of that. So I think, I think it has played a played a very big part in how the game is now taught right well I, that there you go i think that's the best point made is it reflects how the game is yeah. taught because of a kill dribble step back pull up you know from 40 uh which is cute it's adorable it's super like, don't cute get me wrong. Like, great very, space very cute but what's not cute and the one thing that really stuck out to me and i know i preach to my guys all the time like the whole the air and like the all the all the BS like after like the celebration after every Silly. single shot you make, I tell them all the time like act like you made well, a basketball shot before like it says more about you as a basketball player right if you hit a nice move like that get back on defense nobody act gives like a you, shit sorry for we, my language nobody cares <laughs> right well we say it all the time right act like you've been here before act like you've been here before act like you made a basket but, now was it a game winner. Sure, but if in a 16-minute half, if you made it at 15 and a half, that's just unnecessary. Super unnecessary. Ridiculous. Um, so I don't think it's, again, killed the basketball culture, but it, like you said, it's definitely – I'll push back a little bit there. I do think that it – just like M1, um, coach just the dad of Mill sent that, and I had immediate, like, yeah. kickbacks of, like, oh, my God, I remember when M1 yep. permeated within the culture, and the, I remember people just literally standing outside – dribbling with guys wide open head down between oh, under the shirt oh. and elbow. how many times have we seen that where we've gone right whether it be tournaments or those showcases like it's mm -hmm. everywhere mm -hmm. and now you got youtube hoops which is you know a big part of the culture um but you know i seen somebody post uh you somebody like people are so conflicted and like you can't be so conflicted in your in your beliefs you've seen somebody post where um that John Lucas clip that you sent me, and like, yeah, you guys are killing the game. And then immediately followed with that third grade video of kids doing, oh, like you said, arrows. I'm oh like, wait a second. God. That That's shit's simple minded. Like, yo, I'm for kids having fun, no doubt about it. But teach them how to act for sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Like, all that flexing and all, like, get out of here, man. Stop. Like, I mean, I sound like an old if, man. If it's but. a, like, I've seen out of excitement. Like, and you flex, like you're excited about something. Right. But to do it as a taunt, like to, for me, it's the sportsmanship. Be a oh. good sport and be a good competitor. Oh. If you're not going to be either one of those. Don't, don't, don't play any sport. Well, that's what it's for, right? If they want to go do individual celebrations and dances, go, like I'm like, I'm for dance. a little bit of that, but yeah, go dance. Like, yo, go play tennis, homie, go play golf. And see for, uh, maybe it's just, maybe me like just being Old school, maybe maybe it's an aspect of the women's the women's game. I don't know. Like it's just it was we did not do that. Hmm. You don't you didn't do that. Like 
if something like awesome happened, did you like, did you get flexed up out of excitement? Yes. But I mean, don't get me wrong. Trash talk's central. Yeah. Like I can shoot the shit with anybody on that one. Like, let's go. But acting like that, like, like a, my, I would never play the rest of the game. Aside from that, my mom would kick my ass. Right. Like, there, there is a little bit of a, like, do I need like home training? She didn't train me right. <laughs> uh, one of those where it's like, I'm going to kick your ass. Agreed. It's that thing you said of practicing, like that thing of balance, yeah. right? Like, yeah, practice is supposed to be harder than the games, yeah. but there are supposed to, at this level, supposed to be an element of fun. Yeah. Uh, where the game, same thing. Like, there should be an element of fun, but I've seen that video floating around of those third graders. I think it's charge and leap. And uh, by the way, we've played on teams that busted their ass. So that's kind of what they get. Uh, no, I'm, I'm talking trash. But, you know, like, it's, it's cute because they're young. But at the same time, it's like, it's not cute, man. Like, yo, act well, like you've been, it's like you wrestling. Know it, it, like, are we doing professional wrestling now? So there's a difference, right? It shows, it's like a false sense of passion. Yes. Right? That's exactly what it is. Yes. Like they're all passionate that they yes. record. But what they don't realize is you, you look crazy. And you only have, <laughs> what do you have the passion to celebrate? Because I didn't see one defensive clip. Of course that, not. Well, but to them, that's they that's think that that's the Let norm. Highlight. Right, exactly. So it's not crazy to them. It's like, oh shit, I'm supposed to do a flex after. I'm supposed to do an arrow after every three. I'm supposed, like, yo, having right. fun is one thing, but winning's fun. All that goofy well, shit. And like, that's nah. and that's where I agree with Austin Rivers that it's killed the game of basketball because you don't see a lot of kids sitting down watching full basketball. You see these kids who've got bones in first, second, third, fourth grade, scrolling to through TikTok and everything that they do, and right, looking at. That that that's their their model. That's mm-hmm. their their inspiration. It's not you know like look back in you know, the nineties and eighties and what you were born in the forties. So it's not like you look at old like you watch basketball games. You didn't have right. that kind of stuff to look at, and then right. they didn't want mixtapes. Like, right. Then all of that really became more influential. But now like oh, it's information put, as put out there. They're, yeah. like, they're, they're being molded from what they see. Yes, and a lot of what you're exposed to is that quick 30-second clip, and you see third graders, and you see uh, YouTubers doing You know, the NBA, as much flack as they get, you don't see a ton of that in the NBA. You don't see a ton of that college basketball. Well, I mean, they, you really well, college don't. basketball, absolutely not. NBA, to a point, I think they've really started to crack down. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last person I've seen do that goofy NBA, shit. Like, they're, they need to let them play a little bit more. It's, for me, it's like, it's little ticky tack fouls. Like, yeah, there's no yeah. way six state LeBron's flying on the other side of the floor because little straight young, you know, touching right, the right, That's right. But you know, it's well, I'll also give a, a little story, a little context. So, um, one of our younger teams, third grade, played in the tournament in what I call Nowheresville, Virginia, and <laughs> And one of the kids blocked a shot and flexed. And, you know, I, I, whatever. It wasn't the end of the world. But he got a tech. And then following weekend, I think, I don't know, I was somewhere or Caden was somewhere or that team was somewhere. And every kid was arrow and it flexed. And after every play, you're too, the too little. Uh, and nobody said nothing. So some places, it's already part of the culture where here, you know, it, it's not hit. Thankfully, I really, I'm not for it. Um, a so little bit. I think I'm, I'm for a little a bit of like, let's go. There's let's more get like, it. I think there's a difference between a flat, like a celebration, yes, and a taunt, right? Like you you celebrate out of excitement and out of passion. Yes, a taunt yes. you do to be a little butthole. 
like yes. you, you do it like you to, ain't nothing right you do it to get a rise out of somebody but right. you know if you're if if you stand there and flex because you're excited about like you know just passionate about something yes it's different than doing that and standing over somebody and doing it right completely right. different like, yeah absolutely different like i mean i think we've got a video i think what i think ace took charge Hey, hey. Game. And he stood up and he just, he ah, was like this. He just yeah. had excitement. He was like, ah, Man, that, you love excitement. that. And no, that sportsmanship wise, that's clean. I'm cool with that. Yes. Yes. It, yes. It, and that, that's that fine line. Do you worry though, that people say you're fine with that? Cause he's part of our, our program. You know what I mean? No, I, I don't like, and so for me, just being, again, being a huge basketball junkie, I look at players, both sides of the floor. Yeah. Like, yeah. yes. I, you play both. I I do, and and I'm probably more harsh, on like in my own mind critiquing. Like I feel like it takes a lot for me to say like, wow, like that yeah. play basketball because yeah. you don't see it a lot anymore. You see very one way basketball right. players. So if you got a kid that plays both, yeah, you see that and you're like, wow, like that kid could really play. Like he's what, like that's impressive. And then he goes and does something like that. It's- it's and like, oh, you kind of taint it. Just ruined it. Yeah, you just ruined it. You don't throw, you don't, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. But at the same time, it is like that's an old school saying for you young pups. But uh, it's one of those things where it is like, yo, ah, if a college coach is in here, maybe you don't care what I say because I don't know shit. But if a college coach is in here, I don't know. Maybe they love that passion. Maybe they look at you like, yo, okay, buddy, next play. Um, well, I think there's there's a difference between passion. And sportsmanship, because nobody does, nobody like it, bad sportsmanship is infectious. Mm-hmm. Passion, it is, is infectious. There, there's two different things. Like, give me the kid that's passionate about you know taking a charge, being excited for his teammates. The one, the, the both way basketball player. I don't the want 1%. the both way basketball player that acts like a little jack wagon anytime he scores a bucket. I don't want that. Yeah, me, can I? I got a couple quick. That's uncoachable. Got a couple quick things because I agree with everything you just said. Uh, PZ Bennett, yay, Paul, uh, Zach, he hates my coin, Paul. Uh, Zach, um, you're right. Like the Ric Flair, woo, we're here. But also, yes, that you're too little. I seen a kid do that. And then a coach say, yeah, that's right. He's too little. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. I don't really love how that's that. Um, I'm not a fan of that either. Like, ew. Um, that's, that's just such street ball stuff. Like, it's not even like, oh, yeah, it is. Like, it's like, like street ball. and I'm look, I played a lot of street ball, I've played everywhere, and I'm no good. I ain't trying to say I'm good, but I have played everywhere. But usually, it's more competitive. It ain't yes. the goop. That, that's kind of silly. Um, but I'll say this a um, James made a great point tonight at practice. He said, he was talking to the guy that he's training, he said, What's your goal? And he told him, he said, yo, you do two things right. Play defense, make layups. You can somewhat finesse your way onto a team if you don't have the skill. Like, if you play defense, make layups, it's simple. Pass, cut, do the little things, you can make, things it, you can make a team. Yeah. So, I, so, so I say it's say that that is so – it's such a simple message, but it's so undervalued. I watched some basketball this past weekend, and it was highlight culture basketball. Kids coming down, first shot. I mean, two guys in her face, squeeze oh, an air ball, might make one. Worse. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's wild. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and look, uh, brown eyed girl. That's, 12, that's my mother. Uh, that's well, Jay, um, you're right. I think so. And we have never, we're not perfect. Like 
all that's we've had kids that have done they're too little the arrows but if you look at our culture it's it's not in abundance like our kids really well compete. no and, and you know and that's actually really like something really good is it's, sorry i'm in like a lounging chair and it like it just won't it won't cooperate hey um, this live is dope i'm loving this but uh just saying we had we had uh, a kid on our team who had gotten a technical Teed for up. taunting. What was not a good it wasn't not a good choice in the middle of the game, but he learned from it. And we kind of always preach like you know act like you've played basketball before. Nah, act like, like you've been here. It's always the message. And then we were at practice recently, and his shot had gotten swatted off the back of the wall, and we all got excited about it. You know, we were, doing, we were doing one of these and it, and it was ended up saying like, Hey, well, you tell us not to celebrate, but here my coach is celebrating. Right. There is a difference. It's one there of those is. fine lines that, that Dara's over here saying it's a fine line of celebrating taunting, like just the same way as I celebrated Caden the following the early the weekend before that took two charges in the middle of the basketball game. Cause you don't see I it. I don't the first person standing up like this. Like, like, I will be that, the passion on the bench. Like, I'm, I'm all about that. Look, I'm old as dirt. I played basketball for 25-plus <laughs> years. Since That's it was no joke. created. I, I mean, longer. 30, well, yeah, 30 years. 30 <laughs> years I played basketball. That's a long time. I have never, mm. never taken the charge. So you talk about it all the time. Uh, like, yo, the oh defensive God, side doesn't get highlighted. Sure. It doesn't. And, yo, that's one of those things, like, yeah, yo, we're going to celebrate that because that's culture. Like, yeah, hitting a shot is great. There's no better feeling. It's therapy. We talk about going to the gym, yeah. shooting shots, hitting shots. Like, but yo, hit taking a charge, getting that block. Like, that should be just as well, celebrated, see, but it's not. For me, I get more excited about defensive plays than anything. Like, I will celebrate more a kid diving all over the floor for the basketball right. Same. and showing that hustle. And just the, like the pat, like just it's infectious and it becomes infectious. I will celebrate that more than an outrageous, maybe, you know, seven dribbles too many when you've got one of your guys that's been, you know, camped under the lane at a buffet wide open and you've been dribbling like a goon and you finally get a nice move for a layup. To me, I don't like it. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that I've, you know, kind of notice is a lot you know like, like like a lot of that like where kids are you know often celebrated for their offensive prowess and often uh ignored for their lack of defensive ability and one of the things i've done because i was that parent i mean i think everybody's been that parent where you want to see little johnny hit shots and it's great mm-hmm. um but yo one of the things i've done recently is flip i mean not even recently last two years has flipped that like yo you did great on defense this weekend man like yo that was impressive uh, when you go into a game, it ain't like, man, go out there and get, you know, yeah. get 30. Let's go out there and play good basketball, man. Play yes. defense. Set the tone defensively. Yeah. The offensive stuff will come to you. So, yeah. Jimmy's yeah. here. He's late, but yeah. he's here. Bring, yeah. bring him on camera. Like his own funeral. Bring him on cam. Oh my let's, God. let's take shots at him. <laughs> I want to ask him about, about that. Yeah. John Lucas. Kids are drill. We, but I mean, is that a, a message? We have we have a training group. Oh, nice. toesies! Wow, I love them feet. So, hey, so, so for those listening and watching, we have a training business. We sell short clips because, of course, that is what it is. We do all of these things, yeah. so we are not immune to it. But 
we also preach like me and James were just talking about it. Like you can't substitute playing basketball no. ever. No, like you no. have to play. You gotta go, go ahead. Pose, pose your question. And yeah, only if he's old up. Listen to Zach. It puts the <laughs> lotion on the skin, Jimmy. <laughs> um, Wait, no, what? there was there was a reel that came out. Uh, well, more of a post, and it it's been recirculated recently. It was from October ish, I believe. But it was John Lucas, and he was basically freaking out at his kids because they're drilled out. They're drilled out. They don't play no basketball. They just kind of go through the motions of the drill in a game. And he said, you guys are drilled out. You need to go play. Go play in the park. Go play more. You guys are drilled out. Essentially said they had no feel for the game, which is dumb accurate. So what do you think about that? No, I think that's a real thing. I think you're creating an artificial ceiling. If you're only, if you're, if you're only, the only thing you're you're doing is just training, creating an artificial ceiling. Yes. Like we try to, we try to coach these kids to teach them the sky's the limit, right? They can, they can go as far as their mind can take them. But man, I'll be damned if like, you just want to learn cone like that's it you just want to learn cones and you, you don't want to actually play it, it the dynamic is different man there's, there's stuff that you just can't teach in training right we try to give a foundation we try to give a foundation you try to give the best look that they can possibly get try to replicate the, the realness of a game as much as possible yeah. but there's nothing like the real thing you're never going to get the real thing unless you plan no and and i think we i think we had a moment in practice today when we were setting up um you know a couple uh out of bounds plays and we kind of did it, and, you know, both teams, they knew them at that point. So they were kind of cheating it and cheating it. And then all of a sudden, they just they couldn't throw the ball inside. Yeah. They couldn't get the ball in at all. And I'm sitting there ready to rip my hair out because all the defenders are cheating because they know the play. Yeah. And they're yeah. All, all the offensive guys are just, you know, running to the spot that they're supposed to run to and not actually seeing. Like it's a template, not a. You see right. what's in front of you. Like, if yeah. he's shooting this way, the basket's right there. All you got to do is turn around. Like, that's all you got to do. You're you run into a spot can, like this. You can even see it on a smaller scale, too, right? Because we'll do we'll do progressive drills, right, where you kind of start taking baby steps. You're trying to teach. Let's say you're trying to teach a Euro, right? You can take the baby steps into the Euro to get it, right? Walk them through it, then try to make it faster, make it full speed. Guaranteed, the second they get in the game, they're going to walk. Tell them yes. to do it at a, they're gonna oh, walk yeah. immediately. Like it's yeah. different. So you have to. Scared. Yeah, and you gotta let them. They gotta allow themselves to fail. Fail for in that it, moment. Yeah. You just gotta fail for it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But, it's a perfectionist act, aspect, right? Yeah. So like, oh, I didn't do the step right. Well, I missed the layup. Well, yeah, but, you probably walked because Jeff, Coach Jeff, and Coach James weren't coming at you with a big hit pad. Like, right. This big sweaty man actually is gonna hit you. Like, it's not just a little hit. Oh, yeah, we it's probably going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think that, you know, as we've kind of evolved, we have tried. You still cannot simulate it, no matter what you do, unless you're playing. But we have tried to match, like, as you've seen James last night with some of those drills, they were progressively building off yep. of playing, playing off the cliche two feet. But then it was playing off of contact and bump. And then, you know, it built into we're adding, def, you know, defenders. And then you, you, you got to – have to simulate it yeah. somewhat, but it doesn't replicate whistle. I call it the fishbowl. The fishbowl yeah. is you have to be a unique individual to be able to perform under a whistle and with fans, and with a crowd, and with your friends. So the training is an exaggeration where you're training the same muscles, same muscles to help give you that confidence. Yeah, muscle. But, of course. Yeah, but you're going to find that 
only a lot. I'd say if you're in the gym often, 10, 15% of that, may, maybe those numbers are wrong. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff off the top of my head. Well, translate. Like, yo, I know. So I'll say, for example, um, James was teaching the cross jab. And kids that are determined to do something will try it and do it. So Caden, I mean, we posted clips of it, was practicing, practicing. Then he put it in the game. Now I'm watching him go to it often. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yo, it's, he's it's, really – It's in his bag. It's in his bag, and it's effective. Yeah. But you have to – there's a, a balance, right? You have to have, have a coach that's going to let you try that shit and transi- transition. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you also have to fail forward. Right. So there, there is such a balance, and it's tough. But we've, we've continued to grow and learn and added more, like you said in the very beginning, that defensive yeah. aspect to that's our true. training. You know, so it's, it's super important. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, James, what do you think? Um, before you hopped on, you're about, you know, 12 minutes late. But yeah. About with 13. your toe picks. Um, Sorry, talking to the kids. And Hello, black sock feet picks. All good. <laughs> in the way that um, they celebrate. You know, they celebrate every move that the they, arrow, you know, off arrows, the year too little. Arrows and the year too littles. And what do you think of that? I like culture. Has it killed basketball? Um, no. Okay. I don't. I don't. I, said the same. I don't want to say. I don't want to say it's kill basketball. Real um, quick, before you go, can I recap my my quicks? Because you missed it in the market. Then, okay, so I, I I likened it kind of to that voice message I sent to our group um, to N one culture. Like it did permeate. It did kind of have a moment, a black mark that people kind of forget about. Because I was part of that group where N one basketball, not the good, not the Ray Rousons that played in uh, skipped my loose for those those that don't yep. know that made it to the NBA. Not that, but. The hot sauce shit. They kind of translated to start seeing guys dribble more, shoot more. So the highlight culture we're talking about is, of course, what Austin Rivers is talking about, like guys getting mixtapes and not being deserving. And then we kind of talked about third graders doing a little too little. And I did say I don't think it's completely ruined the game, of course, because the game still played at a high level. Players that are good are still playing good basketball. But universally, you do see a lot more kids playing bad basketball, doing those same goofy things, the arrows that you're too little, because yeah. that is the culture, right? But it's our duty to, to you know, of course, combat that. And that balance of fun that you talked about in practice, that balance like, yo, practice should be hard, but also it should be yeah. some of fun. So that was my practice take. Practice supposed to be the worst, but it's like, yeah. you're supposed to like, like kind of joke around with your buddies, be like, this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, we got better like, today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that like, was my oh, take. Way to go, Jeff. Like, you were three steps lower. Now we have to run a se- another 17. Like, be better. Like, be better. Just, like, joke around. Like, I hate you. But, yeah, they, they, they all look so sad today. That was my take, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, so, look, they, look, they look rough. No, so what, I, I agree with you. I have to. You're I too little. Have to, like, yeah. You know what, though? I kind of have to, like, invoke love into this a little bit. Because in mm. all seriousness, like, how many, how many people from the 90s and – Oh, some cats from the 80s, right? I'm taking the, I like love the, the 90s though. So I'm going to listen. I'm the only person many, here that was born in the 80s. I hate all y'all. How many people from the 80s and 90s? Because Jeff, I think your your uh your era counts, right? How many people though fell in love with basketball because of M1? How many people fell in love with basketball because of street ball, right? Like the, the amount of wow, attention that it it received i think really it Globally. brings it brings kind of a new love to the game right and yeah they were traveling like these cats were traveling. you can say the same thing you can say the same thing about um so like any like hoop mixtape you can YouTube say the same culture. thing about yeah, um uh, i forget the 
the dunking division. I forget what it's called, where they like travel the world and they dunk. Uh, Team Flight Brothers. You can yeah, say the Flight same thing. Like that. Like the idea of kind of like creating like this the the culture around. I think kind of brings some love to the game. But so I'll say that. But I also think context is important too, man. I think that there's lessons to be learned for some of these kids for when they choose to do some of these things. So to your point, like in practice, hey, there might be some good times to to do that to try to have a little bit of fun. Um, maybe, maybe in games, maybe when the heat of the moment, maybe in games, but maybe it's not, maybe it's not, you know, well, like there's times when we carried away online between taunting and, and celebrating when it comes yeah. to sportsmanship. Facts. Yeah. Facts. No, that's true. And that's, what that's true. But no, I think it, telling I think the it kids, teaches like, lessons all the time. I'm like, you realize like, they're not your, your cold blooded enemies, right? You're just competing against them. Like you're still gonna slap their hand at the end of the game because you probably know them, right? Right. So they gotta hate them though. Well, they're in the game. They gotta hate them. There's a final between the ninety-four feet. There's hating first. And then there's just like I want to end your life, kind of like that. A lot of the stuff now is so ugly and so personal that it's like borderline unforgivable. Well, listen, listen here. As someone that played some pickup basketball Monday. And heard some really greasy uh, <laughs> shots fired. Uh, some of it may be considered tame to what Sir Edro Stanley was dropping. Um, but I will say those men's runs, uh, I was saying this kind of earlier, is that it's mostly competitive. There's not a lot of arrows. There's not a lot of like, you're too small. You know, it is. I mean, there's some trash talk for sure. And oh, some guys may not come back. I have it or I don't want to be a part of it. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, Daniel Loman says to think that if people had the accessibility to make videos as easy as we do today, everyone get a mixtape. Yeah, and that's what Austin Rivers says is that every kid, you know, can get a mix. Like we and we have it, and it's great because me and Mara talk about it all the time. Like having content of your kid, our team, uh, is so important because hey, we're looking at it from a parental view of like, yo, we want to see their growth, and you know, well, they have, they're little for so long. From what he said though, is like, like again, me being super literal, where you know. Let me pay ball his life. Let me pay these people to come different. follow me. Different. Like, different. Very, yeah. Very different. We create videos for our kids mm-hmm. to put online because social media is a recruiting tool. Right. I'm not paying ball right. his life. No. Highlights, TT3 TV, whatever the hell they're called. Alpha I'm not going out and paying them to, to make a mixtape of my no. kid. If they want to make a mixtape of my kids, fantastic. But free night, I'm not paying you. Yeah, a thousand percent. Um, Dan, and you also kind of spark a, a thing that really, um, yes, they do, Dara. One of the things that you sparked my, and I said this earlier, was like the Friga fams, the Savage squads, like the YouTube culture of basketball. Like, I'm into it, and I know everybody's not. Um, it's a real thing, and a lot of like it's it's a new animal mixtape, uh, which which is kind of fascinating because a guy like Devin the Lab, who's one of my favorite trainers, but he's also, better. oh, he's also hilarious, but he's also a guy that can play at a really high level and he's beat NBA mm-hmm. players, you know, in one-on-one. So it shows you how different games translate. So I don't know where I'm going with that opinion other than I was just, you know, thinking about the YouTube culture and all that good stuff. But but that's also that's also a really good example of yes. somebody who trains, who eclipsed that line of just being a cone guy. Yes. Like Dev, Dev been doing these trainings for, for years and years and years. 10,000 hours. Pocket. Like he'll yes. go out and get pocket. Right. Yes. Yes, 10,000 hours. I mean, you know, I was just telling time this today. I said, yo, because it's so funny. We're talking about mixtapes. I said, yo, 
I'm like, give you this camera. Do you know how to edit, dog? You can make because we were talking about it, Mara. Yeah. You know how much money you can make as a side hustle, yeah. shooting mixtapes. Like, yo, go monetize the hell out of it. But also, mm-hmm. the negative side of that is like, little Johnny gets a mixtape, hits two threes, and all of a sudden he thinks he's nice and he shouldn't even be coming off the pine. And it's kind of sad, yo. Um, but let's do this. What I looked at today too is I found something. I was doing a little deep dive into different research because we were doing this. Um, I saw. One of the rankings for players that come out, right? Oh, great topic. Let's, and, yeah. Oh, and I looked, right? And I was like, oh, find out more here of how, you, you know, players get ranked. <laughs> and I looked. And it's all of those money-grabbing showcases. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And I'm sitting Pay there. Pay 250 like, come to this. Yeah, well, another mm-hmm. 750 if you want a highlight tape. And I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. And three minutes Bad of it's their shoes and, being and tied. If anybody knows the, the people that go to the, like We've we went. It is no. bad basketball. It oh is, yeah, I've been to multiple. Ugly, ugly basketball, and it, it like hurts my feelings. Well, I and I think you know again we we sound like we're so we're on our own pickles. Uh, we but it, it's true. Like <laughs> so, I went with one with you all, uh, we and I also went with one. Two. With, we went to we went to two of them. Phenom and. Yeah, Phenom was solid. Uh, Neo is kind of like, eh, that definitely a lot of daddy ball type stuff. Um, but we used it. We went and partied, hang, hang down. So I went to another one in Ohio, the T3 TV. But I went with uh, Mike and them from Thrill. And we did the same thing. We went to Cheesecake Factory. We had fun. Like we, But it was so funny. We got down there. It just kind of shows you, like, politics is a real thing. Oh, we yeah. get down there. Me, me, Mike, and Rock are like, yo, why are our kids all on separate teams? And we look. There's the I'm not going to drop names, but there's like oh we just played y'all at Nash oh that's your whole team yeah work mm-hmm. and yep. it was really mm-hmm. bad at the grades fourth and below yeah uh, I'm sorry fourth fifth and below but when we watched like the sixth graders they actually played decent basketball right so it's real it's it's kind of gross like it and some of the tournaments and some it's of the weird but it's some of the parents stuff too man like we've yeah. seen it it's like yeah. oh yeah. man like I get it you love your kid but come on son so yeah. Don't- Dark side, dark, dark side, side of basketball. Yeah, it's like. toxic for sure. It is. Sure. How long have we been on here? Thirty. I got on here at eight thirty on the dot. So we got it. You just remember, we got to cut it off at an hour so we can save this beautiful thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. CSCP on the chest, man. I just do what I do. No major. Oh, you know, rocking a white tee. You know, classic. You classic. Know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Look, Coach, action. Coach Mars out there looking like a full fledged can of prep. Yo, oh, so quick, Next. funny thing. I don't know if I, I don't. It's, it's human snack. I mean, just kill. I don't know if I don't know if I sent this. To y'all. I don't know if I sent this to y'all, but um, New Jersey Pirates tagged us into in a post about oh. this kid go, going to Cannon. I said, "Yo, I appreciate the love, buddy's a bucket," um, but that's not us. That's a different Cannon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I just see something. He, yeah. goes, he goes to like a Cannon prep school. I'm like, see, that's that's the genius of a name, man. But right. we did not steal her name. Yeah, look at Trish. Just said snack. Trish said something. Here you go. Trish said, um, "That's exclusivity for basketball is the or that the the exclusivity for basketball is lessening because there's more everything." Tell me why a third grader who lacks the fundamentals of the game gets a video. Not a lot of truth. Like because their parents pay so. for it. Yeah, you got little little Charlie. Chucking the ball up the rim, hitting one. But a lot of them, if you watch them, it's slow motion of the shoes. It's yep. it's a lot of B roll. You get the, if, if you're, you get the cherry pick. 
Yeah. You can cherry pick all that, man. That's yeah. why that's why the camps you guys just gave an example of is perfect because that's anybody who goes to YouTube is like looking for these camps, they find those clips, they yes. find all the highlights, they find the ace going behind the back for the smooth lay, and it's like Oh, that's fire! But then you you really go and you're like you don't get to see all the dark stuff. You no, only get no. to see the good stuff. Only get to see the the, the highlights. That's why it's so true. It, it 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 calls back to what kind of put Neo on the map is um what's his name Julian Newman versus yep. I forget the kid the kids the yeah. one kid's an actual basketball yeah, he's nice. player. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's actually nice. a hooper. And not that Ju- like Julian Newman it, for those that hate on him, he will give the ordinary basketball player twenty five. He can play, but and if he was bigger. He was taller too. He, right. He, he got the he got the short stick. He's five five five. But he is absolutely yeah. a product of highlight culture, which yeah. uh, they leaned into smart marketing, all that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of funny. Like you had the two sides of that coin: one kid that is highlight culture, one kid that's an actual basketball player. And uh, if you watch the full game, the kid that's an actual basketball player came out on top. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, Interesting. that's what I said more um, earlier, James. Like my my take on the Austin Rivers thing. Do I think highlight culture has killed basketball? Short answer, yes. But for me, in a way of the passion of the game and the way that kids see the game, you know, when we were younger in the '90s, Jeff again in the '60s, like when we were playing, we didn't have TikTok to scroll through. And one kind of grew up with us, like that kind of gotten inherited and now that's all they see like they don't see both sides of the game they see just one side of the game and then that's it and they see you know they see the training videos they see the celebrations they they see the thousand dribbles for a bad shot and they think that's basketball and then that's how they act and then when you try to actually coach them and teach them they don't want to hear it because that's not what they see right so I get like I think like for me that's kind of like my love hate with it. Yeah, yeah, no, think, it, it that is. That makes sense. That makes sense, and it makes it tough for coaches, obviously, because mm-hmm. um, it just kind of creates an extra hump that we got to get over. But I also think I don't know. It's maybe it's just my opinion, but I've always felt like that type of stuff appeals more to the casual demographic. Like, like you got like the people who aren't really like in the dirt grinding and putting 10,000 hours in, like the real hoopers who like do this every day and breathe it, they can identify what's fake yeah. most of the time. You know what I mean? I think it's the casual kids who, who are starting late, the ninth graders who never dribbled, you know what I mean? That that are seeing that as their first. Like, oh, has he got nice. Yeah. Basketball, I think it messes it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Ball, like real hoopers be like, he's fraudulent. Yes, like, yeah. Like, well, let me go look at his other clips and you look and you're like, trash. Yeah. You yes, can, you can smell it. You can yeah. smell it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A thousand percent. And a guy like Hezzy, I say his name, but he can like really play. But he's also a guy that is just so hard to watch. It's frustrating. So hard to watch. Frustrating. Nice that. Yeah, he's so hard to watch. But you know what? To your point, Mark. Actually, that's a really good example because to your point, that I think that's bad exploitation. Yeah. Really, that's really bad exploitation. So those bad habits shows everything against what you teach. Like I mean, every drill, like every drill that we do in practice, not actual training. I have to emphasize: do not dribble the basketball. Like I mean, it's 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 the biggest thing that I see. I think it's I think Catch. it's really what it's the ugly that's come from it is you lose a whole perception of even willing to understand and learn the game 
because of what they see consistently over yeah. and over and over. And then I want to look at them and be like, go watch a women's basketball game. Go watch a collegiate basketball game. You're not going to see any of this bullshit that you're watching. Yeah. You're not going to see it. Cats, triple threat. You really only get a couple seconds to make a decision, if that. You have to be really – like, we are kind of talking to our kids today, like, yo, look at the rim. It's just they get in these robot modes. Like you said, catch, they dribble. Catch, they – you know, they swing it. And it's like, yo, that's not how you play the game, man. Like, you have to catch no, square, if, triple threat, be ready to shoot, be ready to pass, be ready to dribble. Like, like, look at the rim. And then, but if you're if you're doing something that's like a, like a motion offense and one of your teammates is cutting, mm-hmm. don't look at the rim. I mean, yeah, look at the rim while, like, while you look at your player cutting. Hit him. Yep. And if rewards your cutter if he's open. See where the defense yeah. is at. Because if he's off, you, you can shoot it. But you'll never know that if you're just listening to me. And being a robot doing what I'm trying to do, what I'm telling you and try to study instead of teaching. I heard something that was really important. I think it, you know, again, training stuff. Again, we are a training business. We train, you know, basketball. We do all that. And our kids have gotten better. Like I watched that little mixtape, so to say, of like a kid like Balin, who, you know, couldn't even handle the ball. And I told him and his dad, I'm like, yo, he said the same thing. Like, I can't believe it. He's came so yeah. far. Um, but, you know, we also, have that balance of where we're aware of it and i've been in these gyms lately and i know i'm i'm biased against coaching but i'm like do people even care about the game like oh how are you supposed to be this top tier thing and like the stuff that they're doing i told james this is nice yo it's mid at best i'm like yo get around people to know more get exposed to other than like oh i've seen this drill on tiktok like we'll do that i'll pull stuff but i like to watch a lot of stuff that I'll pull from games. Like, how can I make that a drill? Yeah. Or how can I how can I make a drill? You know, where there's challenge yourself. Like three people active. Well, the and drill, a drill four people, five people, six people. Drill, you know what I mean? That you saw tonight. That's the drill that I did with them last week. Yeah. That's a drill that I've done since. I've Same. Basketball. I've seen that one like, floating for sure. I mean, that's that's an age. I mean, that's older than me. That's old. That might be like one of it like an original drill of like the motion offense of like but you you, you know what that reminded me of and again this is it just shows you that we are willing to go get different voices as well as coaches it reminds me of the fdu coach when we yeah. went to wooten the head coach i forget his name but that was a lot of i mean his was you know he had older guys so they could do a little bit more but it reminded me a lot of that continuous five out four out motion yeah. where you you know you could have players and then he could Teach him different reads off of it. Oh, he had that little. He had the ghost screen. Yeah, and he had, yeah. You can, like you said, you get cute, as you're, you'd say, you get cute you get, with it. Um, yeah, you just uh, you throw a little quick hits in the middle right. of everything. But yeah. what I ended up telling him was like, look, like they don't, they don't even realize such a like they missed such a foundational part of the game that that's oh, yeah. real. Thanks, our, Richard. Yeah, a couple of our kids um, <laughs> that they learned five without even realizing they learned. Well, and here's so here's, here's go ahead, James. Go ahead. So no, I, I think you guys just kind of touched on something because I was thinking about this after after practice tonight, Jay. Because me and you were talking about it, and Mara, I think you were, yeah, I think we were talking about it too. And this 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 is kind of sounds like uh, we might be talking about ourselves a little bit in terms of timeline because when we started Canon and we started training, I think part of the problem is you you have you have people who are identifying themselves as basketball experts and putting themselves in a position 
where kids are relying on them with mm-hmm. very minimal experience to then teach them. Like you can't, it's not just anybody can teach this. It's like anything else, man. You, like you have to real. be able to do this yourself. You have to have the experience. You have to be able to teach it, know what the problems look like when you were younger. Like, what did you go through? You mm. got a bunch of casual parents. It's like rec ball. You, you're, you're bringing, it's just like, who's available? Who's available to help this team? And you're not actually putting somebody who, who has the experience. And that's what happens. It's a detriment to the kids. You can't be having casual coaches. It's a waste. It's a detriment. Let me label myself as an expert. Not live and die right now. It's dangerous. And you know what's, you know what's bad too is, and this is why I say I think our time. This might sound like I'm I'm talking about us in terms of our timeline, but I I hate to say it. I think COVID didn't help because I think it brought a lot of people out the woodwork. Like you know what, I can coach these kids. I'm watching these YouTube videos. I'm not doing this. Like they make it seem like it's so easy. And it's not. There's so much more depth to it. Well, it, it, <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, again, I've always you know been someone that's kind of like at a deficit, so I've always kind of brought shit out of that right like everything i wanted to be and wanted to do it's like yo i'm gonna instill in these kids some people can't see that shit in themselves they can't see past like yo they're the bee's knees like you have to i'm such a hater not just on myself but the other things i'm like yo we gonna extract that we'll do this ah well i couldn't do this really well so i'm gonna teach it really at a high level mm-hmm. because yo this is what it takes to be effective and i was I don't know if you were here, but I was talking tomorrow. Same thing about what you were saying about making laughs and playing defense. Yeah, those that's so simple. But yo, the things that I know that I didn't do really well is like my kids will just re- do it really well if they're on my team, my own, whoever. Um, it has to be that way. But a lot of people, man, and I think a lot of trainers, coaches, they they just think they're like, I, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No, they I think don't, they got it. It's like I yo, don't, who, I don't, we I don't know shit. Like we have, don't know shit. We know a good bit. Well, no, and I think we all got, you know, collective experience, but that's kind of the whole thing, right? Like, we could talk about all these different things, but we're still going to draw our own opinions and conclusions right. from it, right? right. So, I, like, what I'm thinking about right now, and I'm pretty sure it was it was Lincoln's birthday. Um, it ended up pouring rain, so we ended up um, coming to training. We were all supposed to be outdoors at Miss Mary Jo's that night, and James had a one-on-one, hey. right? And Jeff's passing. I'm taking the clip, right? And we're like, ooh, this is spicy. So James goes to the next progression, right? And he does it. And I kind of go like this. And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And I'm like, I kind of mouth over to Jeff. I'm like, watch, right? He looks, does the same thing. Mm, 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 no. And we're like, James, that's a travel buddy. <laughs> <laughs> remember James we no, had a, I, we don't, were, I don't either I don't even know what we're talking about Muscleman. We're not Muscleman. shit we were at Randy Smith and you're like oh, no oh, no yeah, I don't yeah. think this is a travel I do remember and that, we're like, I do remember that. We're like buddy this is a thousand percent a travel I, I don't I do remember, remember any of this yeah. we were working yeah. with um one of the high school kids I don't remember um, him, 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 I'm trying to remember his name but i remember because he came with another guy who i think was a year older than him it was like a freshman and a sophomore and we thought they were brothers at one point but they weren't and then he came by himself for a one-on-one to randy smith and yeah we had like we had like a quick little five minute sidebar yeah, combo like, like Yo, is this the there i don't remember like, any of that i don't remember any of that oh yeah i have no clue what y'all talking about yeah. hey trish i disagree with that i don't think that that's true at all you're not just a beginner coach i don't agree with that at all that's just my opinion so because i've been around these guys that are supposed to be high level and not impressed so that's that was just adorable, Jeff. that was really nice 
Well, that's true. Yeah. So you can teach. You give yourself some credit, Chris. Yeah, no, I, I do. I believe that. Like, if you can teach, you can teach. Like, what you don't know, you can learn. You know what I mean? I'm also not the guy. Like, some people also on the opposite side of that coin, they think just because you played at a really high level that you can teach it, you can coach it. Like, look at Magic Johnson's failure as a coach. As a, I, I think he kind of was a decent GM. Um, but that's just one example. Dr. J tried it. Like, a lot of those guys, Michael Jordan is a poor GM. Larry Bird tried it. Well, Larry Bird, a, a decent GM, but I don't – yeah, coach needed okay. But Jordan, poor GM, because a lot of times you can't see past how good you were. You know what I mean? So it's very tough, and you can't also, you know, take that humility and say, you know what, man? We want to grow. But, ah, listen to just the dad. I was forced to coach. Yeah, Mike said the same thing. But you know what? Nothing better than the forced situation, you know, with coaching. Le- leaders are chosen, bro. That's right. Leaders are True. chosen. And elected. Mm-hmm. This is democracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trish, I, Trish, that works. I, Trish, I believe that. But you know, someone said it. I seen it on a post. I don't know. Someone was throwing. <laughs> someone, no, listen. Someone was throwing shots. You didn't, right. you didn't play JV or this or that. And, that, and someone said, "Yeah, they're great coaches because they watch so much of the game all the time." I'm like, "Yo, mm-hmm. some truth to that. You didn't play on the, but you was in the practices. You're watching. Now, that's not to say, but Steve Kerr's. I, I, I Steve Kerr's in the work, but Jeff is a Steve Kerr. I referenced this I wish. In the first or second episode of the podcast. Like my pregnant year in college, I learned. My coach gave me an opportunity because she could have been like, "Yeah, come to the games, come to the practice." But she, I wanted to be involved still. I was so young. And I thought such the game. She gave me specific jobs and roles, like as part of the team. Like I was, I was like her, her uh, like next, like she had the assistant coach, but I was kind of like her personal assistant when it came to like logging different different stats and helping her scout teams. Like I learned. Now look at so that. Much, I learned so much from her. Still doing the same stuff, and I still. I am, but I can't help. I'm a junkie. I cannot. I, that's help. wild, right? Like you think things that are going to be so, you know, minuscule in my life. Oh, I'll take yeah. I'm just doing this because I got, you know, I'm off a year. But now you're tracking stats. You're, you know, able to use that to your advantage to help kids get better. Well, and, and, and that's it's exactly such a small lesson that became relays reports for her together and different scouting reports for her, and then go and kind of like brief my team about them, right? And let them like let let them know what's up and what kind of offenses they run. But also remember, I was still acting like I mean I couldn't play until I had Owen, but I was still a player. So for me, that brought the game. It's like when I tell you it, it put the game in slow mo for me. Yeah, I understood well, the- when I actually started actively playing again. I understood the game of basketball at an entirely different level. Well, they say the person is able to slow the game down play at their own speed is the person that I mean look at Luca I mean that's a, a extreme example but that's able to have major success Maybe the slowest player in basketball it, it, Luka kind of, and you can't speed him up you cannot speed him up and, and, he, and he, he might be the best nah, right don't, now don't you dare say he, that uh, uh, he might quick, be the best uh, right now do not agree with either one of y'all he I, might I, will be, never, I will never don't you ever disrespect the game don't you ever disrespect me over here looking look at that boy <laughs> hey uh real quick sidebar uh Trish, Mara, Ashley, Candace, um, looking for a couple other female ballers. They are doing an adult female basketball league. Time to strap <laughs> up, get your hoops up. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey. I, Mara, we got nine minutes. I don't want this thing to cut off. Oh, we yeah, can always we add doing another live. Probably get ready to wrap it up. Just yeah, two minutes I say wrap up, but um, which James has never done a good job of doing. But, you know, 
Luca being the best basketball player in the world is kind of a topic in itself. But why is that? Why do you think that? Why do you, why do y'all, but why, why you're, I mean, that's kind of like a, he's been a professional basketball player since he's been what, like 13 or 14 or something stupid. Yeah. 13 or 14. There's your reason. That's your reason. Playing, so, experience, growing, physicality. That's your reason. That's your reason. He said there's your reason. Easier to play. And that's so what he said because like, of physicality. Well, no, yeah. and, that's your reason. And the way that it did defensive three seconds is part of it. Yeah, spacing. Like, it's it's easier to score. Like and think about that. Like this guy who's been competing at a professional level since he's a teenager. Kobe was the same way. Played in in Italy as a baby. Like that's your reason because they are playing basketball so much earlier, so much longer against grown men. We talk about all the time. Brandy kids to the grown men run. It's like, eh, but yo, they will. Yeah. The value in it is yep. is unreal. Oh, yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. He's also Luca is also a byproduct of this modern era, Ew. right? Because oh, yeah, step back. So, so like a like, mutated so, dirt. Yeah. Dirt. Like so, you you take like the average six eight guy. I mean, we can go over this seventies eighties era debate forever. But you take like a six eight guy of like seventies and eighties. It's a completely different type of game. This man plays like a guard. He plays like a big man. He plays like a three. He plays like a, a stretch four. He plays like everything. There's not an there's nothing that's not in his bag. So is like, Luca? Really well, and also, I, is Luca a guy that can possessions where the ball's not in his hands? Very yes. true. Very true. But deservingly so, right? So is Luca a a mm. general? A gener- I think so. Generational type of player where he could have played in 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you think, about Mag- like, think about Magic Johnson, right? I mean, Absolutely. he played guard in the you know 70s, 80s, yeah. uh, 90s, kind of fit, fizzled out. But jump shot definitely. I mean, like, let, let's call a spade a spade. He couldn't shoot the ball to save his life. Average no. 19 a game. I love Magic Johnson. Terrible I love Magic Johnson, but average 19 a game. I still think Zeke might have been the better point guard, but that's for another topic. Um, but I think Luca, but it's also hard to do that, right? Would Luca be the same guy that he is now? And yeah, you know what I, I mean? also think it, I also think it's different. And I think this is again like where details um reign true. Yes. Luca is extremely efficient and some yes. of the small things that like not just I'm not gonna say not that we just train these things, but these are things that come up now in these niche environments and training where they're like, Hey, when you're dribbling, make contact, make the cross closer to the defender. So they have less time to react and recover. Like Luca does all of the little things when he's handling a ball. He's so efficient. He has the best footwork in the league. Agreed. It, there's not been another person who's had footwork like him since Kobe. Mm, no. And I think, uh, you know, Joker's pretty close to him. So, yeah, I would agree with that. I think Dirk, I Dirk was definitely a predecessor. Dirk was definitely the predecessor. Um, I- We'll say for sure. Hi. All right. I, oh, dinner. But yeah. We got to um, end this thing. Or it's going to cut out. I was going to say, and it was juicy, and now I forget. Dang. Yeah, but we do have to. Oh, that's what it was. The generation. Noise restarted. About, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I think a big part, like, whether they could shoot or not, like a Steph. How does a Steph survive in the. He does. In the 80s. Oh, he's cooking. No, oh, he's one. cooking. You can't guard one. that guy. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. It was in the 80s. No, there wasn't. It wasn't the 80s. It wasn't in the 70s. No, there wasn't. Burp? Late, late 80s. Michael, wasn't the three-point line in the late, late 80s? Late 80s. Late 80s. Yeah, late 80s. Well, late, yeah. Like, like Jordan. Well, and then, and then Jordan. They, short, they shortened the three-point line for Jordan's era because scoring didn't want to go up. Jordan did uh, little note fact. Three-point line in college. Yeah. But a guy like Steph, a guy like Steph is playing in the air. You can't shoot the ball, handle the ball, and pass the ball at that time. And also, I, I so I always shrink it down. 
I played a guy. We played this, and that's all I did. Ran through screens. No error. That if you can shoot it and make kept it translates. Yeah. Yeah. If you can run and moat, Rip Hamilton was Steph's predecessor. He did the same yeah. thing, just not as yeah. effective. Or Clay. Uh, well, I think, or, I think, Clay. I think there you go. Clay, much more Clay. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Agree. But yeah, we could. We could. You have could also forever. You could also argue without trying to be disrespectful to eras, you could also argue that it wouldn't have even been necessary for Steph. You really think about it. No. He could have just been the pat, pat, pat guy, and he would have got away with it in the 70s. You could have done, yeah. He would be yanking people. He wouldn't even have had a jumper. He would just needed some handles and a floater. It would have been fine. Pistol Pete was a unicorn in the 70s, so absolutely. Yeah. His first million dollar hot dog. All right, we got to end it. I mean, yeah. if y'all want to do a, do another one, we can, but uh, it'll cut us off. I got to hop up the bosses here. Let's do it. Oh. All right, people. This is the first yeah, Hooper. This is the first Hooper's No live show. Expect more of these. Uh, this was fun. Right. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. And this Appreciate is y'all. separate from the podcast. Yes, this is going to be more of a let's hop in, let's talk, whatever, as y'all see, freestyle, and just yeah. roll with it. But uh, we out. Holla. Peace dope, y'all. See y'all. See ya. Peace.